welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 812. So used to speaking a turn with her that it was odd to see the expressionless Adem impassivity covering her face. Still, I could tell she was surprised. She hadn't known. I thought of trying to offer an explanation for my actions, then decided against it. Yes. You are powerful, then. I had never thought of it in those terms before. I have some power. Others are more powerful. Is that why you seek the Ketan? To gain power? No. I seek from curiosity. I seek the knowing of things. Knowing is a type of power, Shaheen pointed out, then seemed to change the subject. Tempe told me there was a Rinta among the bandits as their leader. Rinta, I asked respectfully. A bad thing. A man who is more than a man, yet less than a man. A demon? I asked, using the turn word without thinking. Not a demon, Shaheen said, switching easily to a Turin. There are no such things as demons. Your priests tell stories of demons to frighten you. She met me... She met my eye briefly, gesturing a graceful, apologetic honesty and serious import. But there are bad things in the world, only things in the shape of men. And there are a handful worse than all the rest. They walk the world freely and do terrible things. I felt hope rising within me. I have also heard them called the Chandrian, I said. Shaheen nodded. I have heard this too, but Rinta is a better word. Shaheen gave me a long look and fell back into a demic. Given what Tempe has told me of your reaction, I think that you have met such a one before. Yes. Will you meet such a one again? Yes. The certainty in my own voice surprised me. With purpose? Yes. What purpose? To kill him. Such things are not easily killed, I nodded. Will you use what Tempe has taught you to do this? I will use all things to that purpose. I unconsciously began to gesture absolute, but the bandage on my hand stopped me. I frowned at it. That is good, Shaheen said. Your ketan will not be enough. It is poor. And that's the page. <laughs> Damn. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. Uh, I'm Jeremy. A scathing review from Shaheen. Indeed. She uh, she butters him up a little bit on the next page. But yeah, it's it's poor. Um, I think that Shaheen is onto something when Quoth says, no, 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 I'm not after power. I just want to know things. And she goes, knowing is a type of power, and then changes the subject. Because ultimately, Quoth doesn't think of it in the terms of, I'm after power, but really he's after knowledge in order to protect himself, in order to become more powerful and and get revenge and then never be taken advantage of again, I think. I think that Shaheen is right, ultimately, that Quoth's abiding uh, uh, motivation is to seek power, but he doesn't think of it in that way. Mm-hmm. Well, because he doesn't think of knowledge as power. Yeah, even though. Well, he kind of, but not not so... Not so direct. He wouldn't put it in those terms, yeah. right? Like she, she points it out to him. She's like, "Knowledge is power." Yeah. I also think there's a very um, 
if this was a movie, I would I would point to this and go, the theme stated, where he tries to gesture, he unconsciously tries to gesture absolute, I will use all things to the purpose of killing Machandra, and then the bandage stops me and he frowns at it. That seems to me to be like some kind of theme put uh, made manifest by by action, the fact that he is like prevented from from uh, absolutely achieving his goal by uh, some kind of by like infirmity, the, yeah, by infirmity or like the the bandage or the the by weakness or wound. There's something to that, and also Jordana, not to scoop you, but hands on the page. He's, yeah, the fact that he does it unconsciously is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Well, he's gotten familiar enough with he's had enough practice that yeah. he like. It's second nature to him. And, you know, you might read it to say his hands speak for him. Mm, you might. This is also actually... So because he's he has uh, this trouble making the, the gestures because of the bandage, it is also like a transition out of, of Adem, right? Because we're making the transition now that he's about to leave. Wow, um, spoilers. Whatever, you know... We've all been here before! Um, <laughs> so... If we're if we're making that transition anyway, it it makes sense from like an author to audience perspective to kind of like get us ready for that. He's not he's not going to be using his hand talk as much because of this injury, but also he's not going to need it as much because he's about to leave. Mm. Mm. There's a transition happening there. That's that's what I think. Yeah, and also interesting because I think if he had injured his hand in a different part of the book, his concern would be, oh no, I can't play music. Indeed. Right? Yes. Very different concerns happening here. His hand will heal again by the time that he needs it to play some music. Mm-hmm. I think that one might... One of the things that's interesting to me on this page is that one might assume that this conversation is going to be about Shaheen uh, having concerns about what he's going to do with what he's learned and his the power. But it seems to me that when she starts asking about the Rinta, and she's like, oh, good, yes, they should be killed. It is you should, to you, destroy you the should, And you should use every means at your disposal. Your Katon won't be enough, but it is a good thing to kill them. So I feel like maybe, for better or for worse, maybe finding this out about him has made her less concerned about what he might do with what he's learned from, from Ademra, well, because... I, th- I think it helps her to understand him more, because she can probably piece it together. You've encountered these things before, and now you seek power to destroy them. She can probably kind of piece together like mm-hmm. these things have caused you great harm mm-hmm. and that's why you seek power and, and knowledge. But also knowing what I do know about you and your mind and and your soul and the way you treated the sword tree and the school and yada yada yada, I can tell that you're like worth entrusting this power to. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they like set him free after this to like go back and be a protagonist because mm-hmm. she wants to go have a little, to point an arrow at the Chandrian. And, like, yeah, that's fly. the thing. Like maybe like we don't really know if like it's possible that the ADEM have an interest in seeing the Chandrian destroyed, and maybe Shaheen is thinking, well, this will look good for the school. It'll look great for the school if this barbarian who I who I helped to teach goes out and like kills one of the Chandrian. That'll be awesome for us. But I also think that you might read this page and think, ah, now we are learning the true nature of the Chandrian. They're not demons, they're something else. I think that we must always uh, take with a grain of salt what we learn because Shaheen is saying, you barbarians and your church, you don't understand what, like there's no such thing as demons, but there is such a thing as a Rinta and that's what the Chandrian are. And I just think we shouldn't assume that that's true. 
Like, literally true. And according to Shaheen, Rinta is a better word than Chandrian for Because the eight of are better than barbarians. Yes. And, yeah. un- and understand the world better. <laughs> I think we just have to, like, keep in mind that, like, Shaheen has her own cultural prejudices at play here. And it's not... I do think that we should probably... Like, it's pretty safe to assume that the Ada might have a closer understanding of what the true nature of the of the Chandrian is, but they might not have a completely correct understanding. I think that they have they are more likely to be correct understanding for reasons that we will see in upcoming chapters because their oral memory is very, very good. Yeah, I just think that... Like, I think we're saying the same thing, that, like, they're probably closer to the truth, but they might not be completely correct. Yes, I think then we are all in agreement. Mm-hmm. Very well. Very well. Mm-hmm. But also, Rinta is a fun word to say. It is. And you may recall that the skin changer, yes, the skin changer was asking Terinte mm-hmm. to quote when he came uh, into the in in the frame narrative. Perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't think it's a leap to translate that as you are a Rinta or are you a Rinta? Mm-hmm. Or it, maybe have you seen the Rinta since maybe they're looking for them? Maybe. I think Te really evokes, like, are you or you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, interesting that, like, Tempe knew what he was looking at, and none of the Adams seem surprised that Tempe encountered one, right? They don't seem like... Like, you know, if Simon came back to the university and told all the masters that Quoth, like, you know, threw lightning at a Chandrian, they'd throw him in the rookery, right? Well, also, though, I don't know that Simon would see someone like Cinder and think he's a Chandrian. Well, yes, exactly. But if he did, if he went back to the university and said, oh, I've seen a Chandrian, they would assume he was nuts. But for Tempe to recognize Cinder, it means that there's some kind of education in the culture about them, right? Yes, precisely. I I, I have something on this. So there's a little bit of evidence that the uh, Adem might be descended from the Sitha, right? So what if the origin of the mercenaries is not simply like go out and earn money for for Ademra, but also it's like go out and hunt the Keep Chandrian. an eye out for the Chandrian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's why we send people, we train to fight to protect ourselves, but also so we can send people out into the world to like, you know, keep an eye out for the Chandrian or to right the wrongs that they commit. Um, I think there's something in that. I guess the point that I'm driving at is simply that like, it seems to be a cultural understanding that, like, the Rinta are real, and they're out there, and you might encounter one. And here's how you'll know if you see one. Yeah, I think that's extremely likely. And I think there's space to discover the more of the relationship between the Chandrian and the Adem and the Sitha. Because I think that we're starting to uh, brew a thick gumbo here, where mm-hmm. they all might be tied together in a sort of... Uh, broth. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a weird, gross conversation. Suddenly, <laughs> as Mickey Mouse famously said, "Hold up, let him cook." On tomorrow's page, what? Of even I don't recognize that reference. The wind. Of <laughs> a uh, you've never seen that meme from Kingdom Hearts where it's like Mickey like holding someone back. Oh no, sorry, it's not Mickey. I fucked up. I screwed it up. It's Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. Okay. Even I mean then. Also. But it's also from Kingdom Hearts? No, it's not. It's oh. me. It's just an image of Woody like holding someone back, like they're gonna go for a fight, and then someone has captioned it, Hole up, let him cook. Which is what you post under someone who's like write written some insane screed. Okay. The wind. The wind. <laughs>